0: What is going on, everybody? And welcome back to another edition of Top Rank Unboxed. It's your boy, Ricky. I'm joined here by my co-host, Jalen, and we have a very, very special guest here in the building in the Top Rank HQ in Las Vegas.
1: We're super excited to have Bruce Shushu Carrington on the pod today. He is a featherweight prospect. He's 7-0, four KOs, and he will be fighting back home on the Teofimo and Josh Taylor undercard. So, Bruce, how are you doing, first of all?
2: I'm doing great. I'm happy. I'm super excited to be back, you know, in rotation. You know, I just fought just a couple of weeks ago and, uh, you know, top rank got me back in the ring. So, you know, it's let, let me know I'm doing the right things that I need to be doing inside the ring.
1: And how do you like that activity? Like being super active?
2: I love it. It's honestly something that I've always wanted as a as a pro boxer, too. Like, you know, I've seen like a lot of guys in their own path. They might have, have like little slower routes, but I like the fact that I'm so active and I'm staying in the ring because... With that, that makes me, you know, learn my mistakes or just work up on certain things like in a faster pace. Like I realized the, you know, um, like just yeah, the the little things that I may lack in or whatever. But by the time I fight again in a short period of time, you know, you're gonna see an, a major improvement.
1: So I'm assuming you have that like stay ready type mentality, right? Yes. Like you're not really taking like when you take time off, you're mm-hmm. not kind of veering off the out. path you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, i'm great. definitely
2: still in the gym for sure um you know especially being around guys like you know k and you know nico and stuff like that i mean just being in vegas to be honest for sure it's like you're always in training camp when you're when you're in vegas and stuff like that so new guys coming in and out of camp it's just like you me as a person i always want to challenge myself and want to get that work from all these different type of people anyway so yeah i'm always in the gym so have you always been doing your camps in Vegas as a pro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. every single fight. Every yeah. single fight that I've had since the pro debut, I've done all my camps in Vegas. Like, I'm not
0: gonna lie, when I saw you on the Fury Wilder 3 card right? Yeah. I was there doing the the mobile stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, I cause I remember seeing you on the Vice, uh, Doc with Carmelo Anthony yeah, yeah. and Daniel Jacobs. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he signed with BBC. I thought she was going to PBC because we didn't sign you yet. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. we signed you like uh, a couple months after that and yeah. you fought in January. So yeah,
2: uh, it, it's crazy, man, how how it all works out. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, um, you know, the option was on the table for sure. Um, but um, I've always kind of had my eye on top rank because of the fact that they are the best when it comes to just building fighters, like they have this ESPN found, uh, um, a partnership as well too now, and it's amazing. You know, that's like I would love to be on Sports Center top ten. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and I was able to do so. Yeah, know what and I mean? you said So that was cool. It's those little perks that come with you know being with top rank, and I love it. Um, they're second to none when it comes to this promotion stuff. When was the
0: when did the first conversation start coming up that, you know, it was a possibility to come to Top Rank?
2: Um, well, we we had a conversation prior to my pro debut, and, uh, you know, we just kind of tabled it at first. But then I think um, after my fight, you know, it was kind of like more of an interest uh, on signing me as well. So I was like, okay, yeah, no, come on this side. <laughs> and, uh, but I was super happy about it, man, because, you know, we just our plan and everything that they had for me in terms of like in, in, our, in our conversation. It was just it was a no brainer. It was no brainer. How surreal was it though when uh, they did the announcement for you
0: at the lobby in MSG yeah, with yeah. Bob? With Bob, yeah, how that's... surreal
2: was that, bro? <laughs> man, it was so cool, man. Like you have no idea um, that, like, I honestly didn't even know that Bob was from Brooklyn either. Like that was a cool thing too to uh, to know. But it was just an amazing experience, and uh, you know, it was just me going into my second pro fight and everything like that. It was, it was. Unreal. It's something that I couldn't even dream of, think, of, of thinking that would happen. You know, I'm just working as a boxer. I'm doing the best that I can. And, you know, me being able to being right next to Bob and, you know, him giving me his props and, and everything like that, like, it means the world. Bro, you was cheesing. I remember being Yeah, yeah, day, yeah. Man, I mean, this
0: got to be one of the coolest moments for this dude. Yeah, bro. yeah, 100%. Yeah. And, you, you know, you're from Brownsville, Brooklyn, right? Uh huh. You know, there's guys like Mike Tyson, Zab Judah, yeah. Rick Bo, Shannon Briggs, you know, everybody. Yeah, and for sure. You know, what's it like knowing that you had a similar upbringing to those legends and like you're you're the next one from Brownsville? You
2: know, I mean, it, it means a lot. You know what I mean? Uh, I like to be able to, you know, share like similarities and stuff like that with guys of, you know, that caliber. You know, like I, I, I've always looked up to Mike Tyson. Like he's like the man in Brownsville. Um, you know, Zab Judas, Jan- Daniel Jacobs, they, those guys are like big brothers to me. Shannon Briggs as well. Um, it's just, it's something that we all... How can I say? We all relate to each other in a lot of ways, you know. what I'm saying from uh, a lot of the things that we've been through, or gone through, or seen a certain type of things. Like, for the most part, I would say, like my family, they kept me, you know, out of the streets and everything like that. You know, out of trouble. But it's just certain things that you live through and you go through you can't control. And especially even in Brownsville, like, like I always, always like I, when I was like five years old, for my first time ever seeing somebody get killed in front of my eyes, and they got stabbed and it was kind of crazy. super traumatic. Like I could remember that like it was yesterday, but then you got a lot of other things that was going on after a while. Like it's just, you, you kind of build tough skin, you know? And, and, and you look at that, you think about that and you kind of like, just look at the world in a different person, like different perspective than a lot of the people. And then the fact that I could share those type of perspectives with Tyson, with Zap Judah, and they didn't understand where we come from. They understand what we, Fought so hard for in our careers and stuff like that. It's like, all right, that's like that's one of the main reasons those guys are like behind me so much.
1: Do you still have a lot of childhood friends in Brownsville?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, I got, I got a few. Yeah, I, I would say so. Yeah, for sure. Um, I still got a lot of like people that um, you know are around for sure. Um, but uh, like, Brownsville is always behind my back, like 100. Like, percent. Oh yeah, we see. Yeah, yeah, they the coming out. Yeah, Shit. yeah, they go crazy. Yeah, like, man. listen, I, I, I'm a I'm gonna say this, and I don't care how nobody feel. It is what it is. Me, I feel like I have the best, like, fan base in any prospect in the game. Like, well, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Because know, when when
0: you fight at uh in like New York, right, when uh-huh. you do the theater, uh-huh. and you might you might be like middle of the night. It's yeah. so loud in there. For you, bro. Like when, when you
2: when you take the towel off. And shit. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, they like that. But that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, man. Um, I think. The, when it really hit me when I fought uh Adrian Leva. This is probably like my fourth fight. And it was my second fight in the garden. And uh, I had like the the, the Knicks colorway, you know, with the orange and blue. And yo, know, it was crazy. I fought and when they was announced my name and I took the towel off, the ovation was yeah. like, I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. I was not expecting it. And I was just like, yo, that's crazy it gave me goosebumps. Yeah. I'm like, all right, bet. Let's keep this train rolling. Let's, yeah. let's keep it going. So, like, yeah. my uh, Brownsville, the people out there, they, they they just hype me up so much. Yeah. They keep me, you know, super motivated and everything, man, and uh, I just can't thank them enough. Like, honestly, I wouldn't be who I am if it wasn't for them.
1: Wow. Is it really small, Brownsville? Like, is it one of those things where everyone kind of knows each other? Uh- <laughs>
2: It's, it's pretty populated, so I, I mean, but but a lot of people do know each other. I would yeah. say so. Like my parents, I feel like in my parents' generation, their age, like they 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 know each other more than my generation we would know each other. To be honest, um, like you would meet this person and that person, like oh, like oh, my, oh, that's oh, my cousin is this and so and so. So it's kind of like that, but yeah. Um, Brownsville, it's I would say it's pretty small in terms of like you know the size, but it's super populated. So it's like you can't really like. It's, it's, it's big in population, but small and like that. I'm thinking my, on my block where I grew up, there's eight buildings, 16 floors in each building, and uh, probably like eight apartments on each floor mm-hmm. with yeah. full families. Yeah. It's crazy. So it's kind of, you know, and that's one block. Word.
0: So, you know, when you was back in New York, you came up in the Atlas Cops and Kids Gym. With, yeah, yeah. Uh, the likes of Richardson Hitchens, yeah. Chris Colbert. Yeah. What were those amateur days like?
2: Oh uh, man, what man! When I tell you, our gym, bro, was the gym to be. I've
0: watched like, what? Uh, yeah.
2: what? We had the best of the best coming out of there. Like we used to always go to national tournaments, and like we would come back with the number one, first place team trophies, like year after year. Like we were Sosa crew, Sosa crew. Yeah. yeah, man. Like you know, it was just something. It was a it was a time to be alive out there. You know what I mean? So I feel like at that point. Like, we were just at the top of our games in the amateurs, and it was so dope. And uh, guys like, you know, uh, Richardson Hitchens, um, Chris Colbert, like, we was all just always pushed each other. We was super competitive with each other, and even though just asking different questions, like, how you do this, how you do that, try to take things from from one another. And we just worked on just being the best fighters we could be each and every day. It was was super fun. You got any crazy stories from those days? What's the
0: crazy shit that (laughs) happened? Like,
2: on the Uh, road, in the gym. Like, I I know there's something, bro. There's got to be something. I mean, I ain't going to lie. We used to have this little initiation thing with the new guys coming into the gym. Yeah, like, we used to try to... uh, Every new guy, we used to, like, uh, just... Like, beat him up, put him in the locker, and have wow. him stay in the locker. That's, yeah, like that's some like yeah. football and basketball. <laughs> shit yeah, we, we used to do stuff like that. It used to be hilarious. We used to just punk <laughs> them and all this, like, you know, there's little fun stuff like that, but nothing too crazy. We was we never we was never out of control. It was just, we just always came in the gym, that we had to do, and got up out, got up out of it. Yeah.
0: How uh, often were you like, because I know New uh, Shakur was coming up in Newark. Mm-hmm. So, like, did you. I know him and Richardson Hitchens have a good relationship. Yeah. Did you guys all kind of cross paths since you guys were in the Tri-State area?
2: Oh, for sure. See, I, I started boxing before Chris Colbert and Richardson Hitchens. You know what I mean? So I ran, you know, I, I fought Shakur in amateurs really? as well too. Yeah, we fought like twice. He got me. He got me. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? But, uh, but uh, yeah, like like we we sparred plenty of rounds and stuff like that as well too. Like we right there in New Jersey, New York, brothers and sisters right there just you know, across the water. Um, uh, Yeah, Shakur has always been a great, athlete since he was a, a young kid and um you know it's just great to see where he's at in his career right now you know um we, we got a lot of work together yeah mm. i
1: imagine who who's your favorite person that you sparred
0: mm. i mean you spar some really good guys right yeah yeah
2: i
1: just choose one um, it's actually a tie from. it's
2: actually a tie between uh shakur and kishan Really? Oh Yeah, yeah. It's actually a tie between the two because they challenge me the most when it comes to like you know to my IQ. Mm-hmm. Like it's like certain things like I have to think outside the box to hit them, and like we just it's always like a chess match, you know. And that's the type of like you know fight that I like. I like somebody mm-hmm. that can challenge me. Like you know, with the competition, I'm like you know right now, like I could feel like I could be walking a guy down and hit him with some power shots and stuff like that, and I'll intimidate him a little bit to shut down. Um, those guys, like they will, they they know how to like just just fight through the storm and be able to test you mentally. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, and that's a, I like that, like I like that gritty stuff, like you know what I mean. Like it, it kind of like turned me up for real. So those are the guys I feel like I have the most fun with in terms of sparring.
0: And you came up with uh, a
2: lot of like Keyshawn, Rich, uh, mm-hmm. Tiger. You guys were all part of Team USA, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Oh man, fun days, bro. Those are probably my best years <laughs> with those guys on Team USA. Um, I feel like that's another thing I was super happy about signing with Top Rank. Like just being in a roster with all of them guys together. It was like, yo, we back on Team USA again. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's super cool. Like when you realize that Top Rank really took in all the male Olympic, the uh, 2020 Olympians. Yes. I yes. was so dope that they did that. And we, we were all like brothers. We came like being in the OTC, in the Olympic Training Center like just living with each other, sharing rooms and uh, just going all across the world and just pushing each other day by day. Like we built such a brotherhood yeah. and it's like like no other. So all of the stuff that you see like now, like I think from on the last fight with Shakur and, Yo- and Yoshino, in a press conference, if you see how much fun we were having, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> was, that
1: was honestly my favorite part yeah. of the entire week. Just to see that camaraderie, yeah, I was yeah, like, "This yeah. is so special. Yeah, you don't like, see yeah. that all the time." you would now. think it's
2: new, but we've been doing it. I'm, that. Exactly. I'm, I'm no sure stop. Bob loved it, right, Bob? loved it, right? <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm sure you he loved it, hey, Bob.
1: It's my homie. <laughs> 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 I, I, I grew up in the in the Area right next to it in Crown Heights. Yeah, yeah. And you played in Lincoln Terrace Park. Is yes, yes. Still yeah. That? yeah, they still have that. Old yeah, yeah, so I used to be.
2: there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I was, like I was saying, like I did not know that he was from Brooklyn before, prior to um, the signing. Like you know, letting uh, everybody know that I signed with Top Rank, and when he said that, I'm like, okay, bet. Yeah, yeah. yeah my man. <laughs> Where did
0: you go to
2: high school? Uh, Teachers Preparatory, and um, uh, that's like on Bristol and. Uh, uh, that, yeah, it's on Bristol. Yeah, it's a new school. Yeah, yeah, it was. A, uh, I think it was called Redirection or something like that. Mike Tyson went there as well too. Yeah, I yeah. went
1: to uh, Erasmus.
2: Okay, okay, Eho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went to Erasmus Hall. Yeah, yeah. Nah, like yeah, Eho. I, I know some people from there as well too. Yeah,
0: man. Bob was creeping up on you behind. <laughs> yeah, right. To set it up. I am. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man, but that that's got to be great knowing that. Uh, you know. You got the support of Bob. Yeah, man, one hundred percent. Legendary promoter. He's the man.
2: All I just do is just. I let's say if I post a picture, of me and Bob just put hashtag Bob knows. He just knows. (laughs) He knows what's up. Bob knows what's up. How how, how do you
0: feel about Shushu being, you know, the next great fighter out of Brownsville?
1: Well, that's great. I mean, no, I, you know, terrific. Why just Brownsville, Brooklyn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. You know, that's right. Uh, Everybody in Brooklyn loves their home guys. So. We got one here and
2: uh I'm very excited about it.
1: So when did you turn vegan? <laughs> oh, yeah, I was right out? Yeah, yeah. When did this happen?
2: So you d- always did. Just, just a correction. I'm not vegan. Oh, I'm on a okay. plant based diet. I just adopted their diet. I don't wanna, you know, disrespect the culture and like that because I'll still wear leather, I'll still wear like, you know, animal fur and stuff like that. You guys still might see me in that. I'm not I don't wanna, you know, label myself as a vegan. Um plant-based diet. And I've been on a plant-based diet for about like five and a half years now.
1: Wow! Yeah,
2: yeah. I started. Me and my dad actually started together, and um, we watched this Netflix movie called uh, "What the Health." And um, I think the the main thing that made me turn uh, into the plant-based diet was the fact that I didn't like how like the pharmaceutical companies and doctors how they hustle you out of your life. Like they don't, like when you're feeling ill, you're feeling sick or something, like you have a disease or whatever, they don't give you the cure, they give you a treatment. So you can keep going back to the hospital and that's how they make their money, Mm -hmm. you know? So I didn't like that, like, you know, it is like, I'm like, no, I'm gonna go, you know, straight to the herbs and everything like that to make sure that my body is clean and 100%, you know, um, ready to go when it's time for me to fight and everything like that. And ever since I've adopted the diet, I've been in the best shape of my life.
0: What type of, I'm not too familiar with it. I just know like the generic stuff. What's what's like the type of things you're eating on the
2: regular? I mean, well, like, you know, I like, you know, I like a lot of like rice dishes, like rice and beans, or like, you know, let's say if you a quick grab and go, little Chipotle, you know, uh, bowl. But, um, you know, they have like a lot of different uh, vegan options. They have like, you know, these vegan burgers that I like to make uh, a lot. Um, I like to, my go-to dish that I would cook basmati rice with some sautéed spinach i might even add some mushrooms in that with some uh and i chop up some uh oyster mushrooms as well too i have a little sauce that i make with like um agave salt pepper minced garlic and uh um, red red chili peppers mix that up make a little sauce there and drizzle it over my oyster mushrooms and make a dish like that like those are the few things that i eat you know, um, I like to hydrate on uh, dark chocolate almond milk and little things like that. But uh, yeah, like when I first started, it was like super hard because all these vegan options weren't out there mm-hmm. at the time. But now I'm seeing a lot of restaurants and everything like that. Like even you go to a high class restaurant, they have like vegan options, so I could go out with my friends and eat. They don't have I don't have to, you know, sacrifice all of that stuff. It's it's much easier nowadays. Yeah. How hard was it though at first like uh, don't don't ask me No I need bro, to know please, you go to family bro, functions they cook all yo, the bullshit, Yo, <laughs> and then
0: like I, I can't eat that that's not part of my Yo diet. at
2: the cookouts right yeah. let's like, say you go to the cookouts bro they got the burgers on the grill the 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 hot dogs and all that it's crazy man like I had to start bringing my own stuff like I you got to bring your own vegan burgers and vegan hot dogs and stuff like that but before I got the memo to do that it was like I'm like who gotta, who gotta, who gotta cook out? I ain't going to that. Well me, well eat. eat? Yeah. So, or I would have to eat before I go out, you know, it's stuff like that. Like, you know, it, it was it was super hard. I ain't gonna lie to you. My very first vegan restaurant I went to, <laughs> I mean my dad, it was somewhere in New York City. And when I tell you it was a horrible experience. Because, uh, the, 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 like, you know, when you think about vegan, you think about something tasting very grainy and grassy and stuff like that when you don't know any better. And the moment we stepped in a restaurant, it just smelled like grass. And Ooh. I'm just like, okay, let's see how the food tastes. <laughs> then the food, we I think I had, like, some waffles or something, like a Belgian waffle. And it tastes so odie And it's just me and my dad are eating it. I'm just like, I don't know if we can do this. <laughs> but, you know, we gave it another try. We just kept, you know... I started to learn how to cook and stuff like that. And I'm just like, all right, let's all right. We, we could, we could hang in there. You know what I mean? And then things just started to get better from there.
1: So it tastes better now, or maybe you're just desensitized no, to the no, grassy no. taste. No, 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 <laughs> no. I went to this spot in LA called Monty's burger and it's a okay. vegan spot. Yeah. And I thought the same thing. Yeah. And I was like, how do people do this? Because yeah. it just tastes so <laughs> unlike the actual thing, you know. Yeah. I'm
0: sorry, sure the shit don't taste good. <laughs> no, I, I tried, I tried okay. it once and I didn't like right, it. So
2: you, you gotta go, go to spots that I go to. Okay. So let me, I, I'm gonna tell you this right now. I probably wouldn't have stayed on this diet if the food didn't taste good. Um, I was a very picky eater before, I, you know, all of this. So, like, I go to some good spots. Like, there's a spot out here called Chef Kenny's Dim Sum. Money, mm-hmm. everything that they make over there is money. Okay, and then you gotta go to the spots I go to. I right, don't right. know I where I, I can't. <laughs> I'll let hey. uh, hey. no, you eat no, no, the way. Every spot <laughs> ain't good. The spice I, go, so I bet you believe, best believe is good. All right, so
1: all, all right. of your protein is coming from the plants. Yes, and do you eat tofu? Does tofu have protein? Oh, I, mean,
2: I try true. to stay away from tofu for okay. the most part, you know, with the soy and everything like that. But you know, I, I do deal and dabble in it at some like some point in time. But yeah, you know, the beans uh, and everything, um, yeah. you know, peanut butter, you know, it has a lot of protein as well too and i just you know double up on greens and everything as well like that so i could you know just replace with play replace that with the protein i'd be missing in the meat mm-hmm. because you know um that's just you know what i would have to do yeah you know what I'm saying? so you and
1: genuinely know, feel physically better 100%. after you wow that's 100%. so interesting because it's like yeah. i don't feel so sluggish and
2: stuff like that i used to feel like super sluggish after eating a burger or you know yeah, eating certain things and like now I don't feel that way anymore. Yeah. It gives me energy. Like food is your fuel. You know, it's not. Right, to touch right, 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 anymore. right, right, right. Yeah. Know? So I I once I started to feel that way. I'm like, okay. Before I did this diet, I used to have like little chest pains and it lasted it, it was happening all my life. I thought it was normal. I'm just like, okay, I wasn't feeling it anymore. I'm like, ah, that's something that's wrong. Like something was wrong with me. And, you know, I'm just glad that, you know, I made the change so it's not happening again.
0: How you feel making twenty six?
2: easy money there's, there's no problem yeah you one. don't
0: like when i see you on the scale one we need to talk about you be putting on the yo they be ranking the shit out of you all the guys be like hey bro shoe, yeah. show with the baby <laughs>
2: but my fiance is, is the grease girl you know and she's the grease girl over there oh, <laughs> yeah she, oh, she you know blathering me up and I said, you know i'm saying you know no so it's great it's great. It's just
0: it's so funny because the guys would be in the back and they're oh. like all right shoe. Save, Save <laughs> some of the baby oil. for yeah.
2: us. yeah, it's that diamond oil, you man. We going we got, we got new shipments and packages coming out, man. The shoe shoes diamond oil, you nah, know. Wait, it was
1: is man. is it baby oil or is it that? No, olive it's actually or something. just Vaseline. Yeah. It's yeah. Vaseline. Oh, it's Vaseline. Yeah,
2: you know what's so funny? Me and my dad, we actually went through what would. Uh, look better what will work better like what has a better consistency and the shine and how like not to look too oily so we did baby oil didn't work too much we did albaline oh that's cool but it's not there yet vaseline it did right. it it was right on the money so <laughs> yeah. so yeah but yeah, yeah. man. You know, i just like it's you know you're, you're it's, it's, a, it's a sports entertainment yeah yeah you're a showman you have some showmanship that's a little bit of what i do when i'm uh Doing these weigh-ins. Yeah.
1: It seems like you do lean into that part mm. of the sport as well, like the showmanship yeah. and all of that, and you recognize that it's important. Yeah. And how do you like how do you feel about tapping into that entertainer side mm. of you? You know, like is that really who you are? Do you feel like you kind of put on a mask sometimes? No, I
2: feel like I'm made for that. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, I feel like I, I feel like I don't know a lot of you. My dad kind of groomed me into it. Um when I since I was a little kid. I always kind of had a personality and a voice and everything like that. You could check out my interviews when I was like little and, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I used to keep getting called back from from my popular demand to do interviews all the time at that time. And then, uh, you know, he just built up my confidence since then to be able to, you know, do what I do in the ring in terms of showmanship and everything like that and becoming an entertainer. I'm made for that. This is just like what you see is me. It's not a mask and nothing like that. This is my personality. That's within myself.
1: How do you feel like your dad upped your confidence?
2: Oh, man. It's just, uh, I feel like he always made me just, for example, he always made me feel like I was just the most shredded, like ripped up kid ever. He's like, oh, shoot you. Oh, put your shirt up. I just put this, put my shirt up, taking pictures with people and stuff like that and all the time. Like, that was just my thing I used to do. But uh, he used to always just be able to, you know, just tell me I was just the best. And even if when I didn't believe in myself, I, I feel like he's just telling me that because he's my dad, but just when you hear it so like so many times, like repetitiously, like you start to believe it. Yeah. And that's, that's just kind awesome. of like just the way of things I feel. And, and that's just that, I feel like that's what helped my confidence a lot. Yeah. What does is, what is family mean to you? Oh, uh, it means everything. It means everything to me. You know, I feel like, especially coming from where I come from, it's like, it's something that, you know, Especially with me being the you know, person I am, I'm able to be able to, you know, have them on my shoulders and be able to take them straight to the top right with me, you know. And, uh, you know, family, loyalty, everything. All that means, you know, a lot to me.
1: Are you really close to all your siblings? Yeah, yeah, I'm
2: close yeah. to them. Definitely close to them. Especially my little brother. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's my little man right there. Aww. Yeah, yeah. He's a... Uh, 10 years apart. He's 16. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. But uh that's my little man right there. He just got his permit. He thinks, uh-huh. oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Man sixteen. That's yeah. that's an age. Yeah. That is an age. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah for sure. It's cool. like I'm like teaching him certain things. I'm like Yo, watch out for this. Yeah. Yo, watch out for that. It's like the age is when I think he's becoming very aware of a lot of things mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he's he wants answers. He's asking a bunch of questions and you know, I'm just here to just give it to him. Yeah, mm-hmm. just being a big brother, you know, <clears throat> that I, I could be. You know, um, I kind of take a lot of that from my older my older brother that I passed. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, you know, as you can see, like all of my fights, like I wear feather Ike on my shorts, on my towel. Like you see here, I got on the back mm-hmm. of my, mm-hmm. yeah. my hat and everything. You know, I carry him everywhere I go. Um, uh, he was uh, someone I looked up to. And a lot of my personality, is, things you see in front of the camera here is like, it's, it's him, it's from wow. him. Um, yeah, I take a lot from him in, in raising, in help and in, uh, guiding my uh, little brother. And uh, you know, it's, I just hope that you know, I'm doing the best I can. I hope I'm doing a good job uh, and stuff like that, you know? On, so you're doing a- yeah, yeah. I just try to continue to be a role model for him. Yeah. Um-
0: if you don't mind me asking, how
2: hard was it when your brother passed? It was it was super hard. He was my best friend. He was a person like, you know, at that age, like I he passed at the age of 21 and I was 17. So like you said, my brother, my little brother's 16. He's he's at the age where you're building awareness. You're having all these questions and you're you're finding who you are as a person. Um, it was super hard for me, man. Cause I still had so many questions to ask him. I still had so many things I wanted to do with him. And like, we always talk about like, yo, shoot, you gonna become world champion or when you turn pro, we are gonna be living in a mansion and we are gonna do this, do that. Like, you know, just all these different ideas and traveling the world together. And I never had, you know, the chance to do that. And, it, and it's super hard, it's super tough because um, the moment I, like little things like me winning the golden gloves in new york which is a huge deal of course, yeah. um, especially in that area yes year especially year. in new york um me getting on the team usa and qualifying for the you know the olympics and stuff like that and traveling the world all of that stuff happened after he passed all of the good things happened after he passed so everything that happens is like bittersweet you know um It was super tough, man. Like, he was the person I confided in. And when I was confused about so many things, like, he had the answer for everything. And he just believed in me in so many different moments. And when I didn't believe in myself, he used to always tell me, like, yo, bro, do whatever you do to the best of your ability. I don't even care if you don't want to box no more. Like, because there was a point in time when I was kind of questioning if I wanted to quit or not. And He was like, "Yo, I don't care if you want a box no more. Do whatever it is you do. I'm gonna be there to support you. Make sure you do it to the best of your ability. Don't be second to nobody." And I still carry that to this day. Oh, that's wow. amazing. That's
1: bro. powerful. Yeah, it's really powerful. What was he like?
2: Man, he was honestly like we were a lot alike in terms of our personality. Like I, I, I see some of his friends and I say certain things. I'm like, "Yo, you sound just like Mike." You <laughs> know? Um, but yeah, he was real chill. He's real cool. Really funny dude. He's had he had a personality on him too. Um, but he was a dude that ain't take no, he ain't take no mess from nobody. He was super protective, super protective over his siblings. Super, like, he used to treat my little brother Blake like he was his son. Like, Mm. Blake would do little things, like, Blake is strong, all right. So, okay, all right, so him coming up, we used to play fight with Blake, but after a while, you do not want to play fight with noble because he just he just punches really hard. So he would do little things. I would not want to hit him, and my brother would be like, yo, don't hit him. What did I say, don't hit him. He's just get super protective, and and uh, you know that's another thing I think about too when it comes to Blake. Like he's just, he missed, like he's gonna miss, like you know, he missed a lot of good years, you know, with Mike and everything like that because he's just so young. He's not gonna remember. Certain things. But uh, yeah, super protective dude. Super supportive. He used to always have like, I used to always have like Team Carrington hoodies or Team Carrington hats. He was like a walking billboard for me. Oh, just hilarious. bragging to so. his friends. Like, yo, I'm telling you, he going to be the best. I don't care. Nobody else. You going to be the best in the world, I'm telling you. And all of his friends, they're still... The friends I haven't even met yet in person, they hit me in my DMs like, yo, Mike told me you would, you would get here. Like you on ESPN, you on TV. He told me, he, yeah, and I see you going so much further than that. And you know, it's just a good thing that he, you know, to know that he just believed in me so much. Oh, that's amazing to have that support. Yeah, it yeah,
1: just feels so surreal. Oh yeah, like for yeah. his friends to reach out to you like yeah. that. And yeah. oh,
2: that's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, to this day, I still get like different messages from That's dope, man. So
0: I gotta ask, now that you're like, starting to get into this place, you're a person of interest, you're a pro athlete. What's your downtime look like?
2: <laughs> I mean, man, I just be if I'm not in a gym, I just you know, I I probably, you know, go to the movies, uh, you know, just chill. Just chill at home with my fiance, just, you know, uh I, you know, go a little shopping here and there, a little something like that. But not nothing, nothing too crazy. I I'm I'm real chill, real laid back, you know. Um uh I like to like watch a lot of uh videos on Cinematography and stuff like that as well, Oh, so, she was a creative yeah, on the logo. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, that low low. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cause I, I, I want to get into acting. I, I oh, really so do. Yeah, I yeah, could yeah. totally see yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to get a thousand into that. I see that. It's been oh, on the yeah, camera yeah, since yeah. Yeah. he was a kid. <laughs> like, yeah,
1: no, but you, like your presentation, yeah. the way you carry yourself, I could totally see you as a actor, oh, thank, you, sure. thank you. For sure. Appreciate yeah. that.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely want to get into some, you know, little roles here and there. Uh, there's actually a movie coming out. Um, I think it's called The Featherweight. It's a movie on Willie Pep.
0: You did that. You know, it's funny.
2: You shot that at one of the old gyms that I was trying to over in Hartford. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, look I saw, at you, I saw okay. photos of that because yeah. the,
0: my gym was posted on Facebook. Like, oh, yeah, shoot,
2: shoot, Carrington. Yeah, it was before it was before
0: you signed with them. Yes, like, it was before right? I
2: signed yeah. with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so it was such a dope experience, and um, that should be coming out sometime next year. So, I, and I got like a little roles like Spawn, Willie Pep, and stuff like that, and you know, it was fun. And uh, I really look forward to getting to bigger roles as you know, time goes on. So
1: what are some of your other favorite movies?
2: Um, I love I love the Marvel Cin- Cinematic Universe. Oh, I'm I'm Talk my language. Yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> talking about like yeah, yeah. You know you know Guardians of the Galaxy is coming yeah. out this weekend so I might go see that shit tonight. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah? I might. I okay, might. okay. Cool, cool. Bet. Yeah, man. I am I'm, I'm super into that. I love I'm I'm an anime dude as well, too. Um, uh, what other movies? I mean, I like a lot of action movies as well too. I'm I just jump into any genre as long as the movie has great character development, uh, you know, has a good story, good plot, you know, not not too many plot holes, and I could kind of follow it pretty easy. You know, it's pretty good. You
0: feel like the MCU is kind of watered down a little bit now. Now that like since Endgame, I that's feel, a lot of people were like saying.
2: I feel like it can be looked at as such because there's just so much content that was on Disney Plus, and a lot of people, and then also. For people that don't have Disney Plus, it's like they're gonna be going into different movies and not knowing what certain things happen. So when a certain scene that comes up and you're supposed to be hype about it, they don't know what's going on. They don't know how to follow. So I think, you know, a lot of things on Disney Plus probably like damaged it a little bit and there's not too much hype around like a lot of things. Um
0: I feel like it all changed or when,
2: when Iron Man died. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know shit kind of went mm. like Robert Downey, he's says he's such a great actor. He has so much charisma. You yeah. wouldn't even think that you would think that it's just Robert Downey. That's yeah. not Tony Stark. Yeah. Robert Downey is Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah, how you kind of yeah, he was together. born for that role. Yeah, really. you know, it's just like he he's not he's he's not acting. No. Um, yeah. So yeah, I feel like, you know, uh there's some things that's you know not there anymore in terms of like uh you know just how just how it feels i don't know something's missing for sure but i feel like hopefully this is just the beginning they're just getting little things together and you know it'll probably you'll speed up and everything will kind of make sense towards the end i think that's you know because that's how i kind of was in the early you know marvel cinematic universe like with thor the first thor movie it was kind of like you know um, certain movies were kind of sleepers yeah. but then you know it I liked up the, the first Thor movie first Thor yeah. movie was no yeah. second one was it. the second one was second and the last one yeah. that came out was, I liked yeah. the first Dude. one it was good. It was all right. I liked, I liked Ragnarok. I like Chris Hemsworth. I liked Ragnarok. Ragnarok was good. It was yeah, funny. Ragnarok it was, was funny. Yeah, yeah. It, it totally changed the tone. Like, you see, the first the two Thor movies going into, into Ragnarok, like, the like his personality was different. It was more colorful and everything like that. So, I feel like they kind of, like, try to figure, They they figured out what it was with Thor that they were missing.
0: So, like... Now, again, now that you, again, you're a pro athlete and you're making a little more money, what's date night look like for you guys these days? Is it always bougie now? Like sometimes bougie. I saw you guys one other a date and you posted one. you guys at the black car, you the, night in the car. What,
2: what's, what's date night look like for Listen, you? Listen, I'm from New York. Date night is always bougie.
0: It's yeah. always bougie.
2: Yeah, what it doesn't Yeah, no, nah, it's always I'm, listen. I'm a I'm a guy. I, I, I'm an extra dude. She'll tell you herself. Like I just if we are gonna do it, we are gonna do it big all the time. So yeah, we going we 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 have our you know little regular date nights here and there, but most of our date nights we dressing up going out you know you know getting it's got to be five and star and the restaurant five star, five star. wow <laughs> look at that see yeah. this is why you don't settle people not settle that's yeah me. man yeah uh, we will you know we try to well i try to you know do it big all the time <laughs> i just an extra dude how did that's you guys me. meet oh we actually i love telling the story um <laughs> we actually uh met in high school we've been um friends since like sophomore year high school and uh, we're like really close friends. She's been my best friends ever since then. And, um, you know, we just, you know, stayed in contact with each other, you know, even after we graduated high school, she went into college and everything like that years passed, And um, we were, you know, we knew each other for seven years before we even, you know, decided to start dating and everything like that. Um, I'm gonna embarrass her a little bit. She was the it girl in school, man. It girl. <laughs> like when I tell you, like, she'll walk the hall so humble, though, right? Super humble. And Aww. everybody was just like, the, all the guys, they were just, they didn't know what to say to her. They didn't know how to approach Aww. her. Aww. They have all the confidence in the world for anybody else. When it came to her, it was just because of the aura that she carried and, and like just the maturity that she had. And, uh, you know, me.
1: <laughs>
2: no, 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 we we always stayed friends and everything, like we we looked out for each other and everything. Like, she honestly was the main reason why she pushed me in graduating high school because I was kind of behind and like I was kind of giving up on myself and everything. And she was like, listen, like this is kind of one of the first serious moments that she's ever had with me. She's like, listen, you don't graduate on time, like walk the stage with me, I'm not talking to you. Like me and you are not gonna be friends. I'm like, I'm laughing, like <laughs> you're so stupid. <laughs> and then she's looking at me like I'm serious. I'm like, oh, okay. And that gave me a little extra juice. And and I felt like I don't I don't really get that way with certain people. When some people talk to me and you know, give me a little ultimatum. I don't only really take them serious like that, but she made me feel like a certain way. I'm like, okay, I made me feel like I had to prove something. Yeah. And I took that, I'm like, dang, like. It takes a certain special person to make me feel that way, that's you right. know? So, um, oh. yeah, and, you know, and then after seven years, like, we just gave it a try, and, you know, we're here today. Well, before we let you
0: go, because we know you got to enjoy the rest of your day, I need you to open that gold book right there. The gold book? Open that. <laughs> okay. With, there's a bookmark there, and I need you to open it, and then show it to the camera. Oh, show that to the camera, yeah. show. Sure. I need you. I need...
2: Yeah, no, this is funny. <laughs>
0: How old, are, how, how old were you? How old were you in that? I need to know. Where
2: did you get this?
0: It's in Todd DeBuff's office. And what? we were just going through it one day and we found it. I'm like, that shoe shoe. How old were you in that place? I
2: would say, don't laugh. <laughs> I would say I was about 15, 14, 15. Was that at Gleason's or was, was that? At Alex? That That's at Gleason's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is at one Do you of remember that shoe? Locations. Yeah, well, yeah, I well, definitely well, remember this. Um, I'm trying to remember what. It was a media workout. Mm-hmm. I can't remember whose it was though. And, you know, this is kind of the thing that me and my dad used to do. We used to always go into, you know, media workouts, press conferences, weigh-ins, and just show ourselves. We wanted to be mm. familiar to the camera, familiar to the promoters back in the day, like all of the time. And uh, just to let everybody know, like, I, I'm i just not just you, – you got to see me now, but I've been around. Yeah. You know, um, and I used to always just have my, have my belts and stuff like that. to <laughs> want to take pictures and whatnot, like – Oh, who's this kid? Yeah. What's those belts mean? Is that WBO? So yeah, we always kind of like had a thing. So we always wanted to build a name for ourselves since I was a little kid. And now look at you. You were top yeah. rank. Yeah, yeah. And how funny is it
0: that it is in literally in the president's office? That, is, top crazy. that, that, is, that is crazy. That part yeah, of history. I was not expecting that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Your reaction was awesome. Yeah. That was so priceless. But, um, <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. You know, before we let you go, we wanted to give you a... Uh, a final word to the camera for your fans and
2: yeah, everybody yeah. out there. Yeah, man. June 10th under the Teofimo Lopez Josh Taylor fight. You guys will see me on ESPN And if you guys want to be able to be in the seats, be, you know, in the presence, you guys can go ahead and hit my, uh, hit the bio and hit the ticket link in my bio. You guys can go ahead and, uh, that's uh, on my Instagram, Bruce underscore Carrington. My Twitter, B underscore Carrington one. You guys going to be ready to see a good show. And I'm going to present a crowd-pleasing performance, like every time.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Bruce Shushu Carrington.